welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. I'm so excited to finally be able to do this. I've been wanting to do it for over a year now, and I'm so happy and excited. In this podcast, I'll be talking about anything and everything lifestyle related. Some days I'll be talking alone in my bedroom, and other days I'll have a guest on the episode or show or I don't know what to call this yet. In this episode, I'll be talking about my journey with my body and how I'm learning to love it. So a little backstory about my weight loss journey. Growing up, I've always been overweight and I've always wanted to look like all these skinny girls around me or like the girls on magazines and on social media. And I just didn't look like that. I've tried everything in my power to lose weight. I've tried all these fad diets, the oh, Atkins diet, the keto diet. I've tried weight loss pills, weight loss shakes, and all of that rubbish. And obviously, none of it worked. And then in 2015, this girl asked me, don't you want your boyfriend to be able to carry you? And oh my god, at that moment, I was just like, first of all, how dare you? (laughs) Second of all, okay, am I like that big? So... That's when I went to Google and I was like, how to lose weight, what to do to lose weight, weight loss recipes, and I applied for a gym membership, and for, I want to say, two years, I did this consistently, and I managed to lose 20 kilos. After I lost those 20 kilos, I slowly developed an eating disorder. I was afraid of food because I was so scared of gaining weight and I felt like if I had something to eat, I'll gain weight. I equated bloat to weight gain, by the way, which is not the case, but I didn't know any better. And then once I've slowly recovered from that, I started eating just like a normal person would. A normal person who doesn't have worries about weight loss or weight gain. And I was happy. And I met my boyfriend. And then we went on so many beautiful and fun and amazing dates. And we ate so much good food that I gained weight. And I wasn't really bothered by it. He wasn't bothered by it. I continued living a life with no workouts, no worries about calories or anything of that sort. And I was happy. Then in March 2019, I decided I want to be healthier. I want to 
gain more muscle. Like growing up, my goal was to always look skinny. And then last year I was like, okay, I want to look like all these fitness influencers and fitness models with like abs and biceps. And I worked towards that. I went to the gym. I ate healthy. I never calorie counted or stepped on a scale. I'm very strongly against that. Like if it works for you, great. But for me, numbers really screw up with my head and I stay away from numbers. And yeah, so I went to the gym. I lifted weights. I did a lot of strength training. And then I lost some more weight without even intending to. I just wanted to eat healthier and everyone really scrutinized my food but it was all foods that I genuinely love and enjoy eating. They're just healthy. Now I'm the smallest I've ever been in my life yet I'm not happy. Like I constantly go back and forth to loving how far I've come, loving my body and oh my god, I look amazing to beating myself up for having chubby, flabby arms and a belly and feeling guilty for eating pasta or fried chicken. It hit me the worst when I auditioned to be a spin instructor early this year and I didn't get it. I started asking myself like, am I too fat? Like, do I need to lose more weight? so that I can actually qualify to be a spin instructor. And then I realized that was just my internalized fat phobia speaking. Because despite how I look, like, yeah, I'm not skinny. I'm curvy, like, I have big thighs, I have flabby arms, I have a flabby tummy, but I'm a beast on the bike and at the gym. Like, I'm still strong and I'm capable. It just wasn't the right time for me. I'll talk more about this in another episode. So that really demotivated me. And then the pandemic happened. (laughs) And the gyms were closed. Fitness studios were closed. And I didn't know what to do. Because I always had the idea that you need to go to the gym to work out. And I always thought that If I have to work out at home, I'm never going to do it. And I didn't know how to. Like I always thought working out at home, the only option you had was Pilates or yoga. Until I discovered a few YouTubers on YouTube. (laughs) I mean, duh. But I discovered these fitness YouTubers who post like at home follow along workouts. Um, with or without equipment and I was like hey like I could do this this is sort of what I do in the gym just like without weights and I was doing great like I lost a bit of like that water retention waking from like my holiday um, in Thailand I ate so much and then I never went back into eating healthy ever since And then, you know, even though I've been working out consistently every single day during lockdown, I gain weight. Because like, like everyone in lockdown, we have nothing to do. Everyone's baking banana bread and everyone's being 
an amazing home chef learning all these new recipes. That's exactly what I did. And I gained weight and I was really beating myself up for it. Like I was like, how could you do this to yourself? You worked so hard over the last year. And then you just threw it all out the window just because you're stuck at home and you have nothing else to do. And that made me realize that I need to be more forgiving to myself and my body. Get rid of all these toxic thoughts that I have about myself and about losing all the muscle. Yes, I lost a lot of muscle. Like I had like I had like baby biceps and I had like ab definition. My shoulders will pop in. But I sort of lost all that during the pandemic. And I was really upset. And then I was like, huh. Do I really want to work out for the aesthetic? Do I really want to work out to look muscular? But that was beyond my control. Like I couldn't control how my body looked or what I was eating during lockdown. So I was getting bored of all the home workouts. Like I I hate working out at home right now. Like I hate working out in my room. Like I'm over it. It's been four months. I'm over it. But I'm not ready to go back into the gym. So I decided what's one thing I've always wanted to do that I've never done? And that was running 5k. Mind you, prior to this, like I did jog on the treadmill every other day. I did sprint on the treadmill, but I never really walked outside or I never really ran outside. And I hated running. I hated it. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I put my shoes on and I went for a jog. And I felt amazing. Like, I I get it. I get why people like running. Because it gives me this sort of, like, adrenaline. And it makes me feel like, wow, I feel amazing. And that's how I want to feel. That's how I want to feel in my body. I want to feel amazing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make this, like, a weekly thing. I'm not going to do it every day. But I'm going to go, like, twice or three times a week. Until I hit my first 5k like a few weeks ago. And I was so proud of myself. I'm still proud of myself. And you know my next goal is to hit 5k within a certain amount of time. And that's when I realized like I need to appreciate and acknowledge what my body is capable of doing. Like I can lift weights. I've lifted 15 kilos. 20 kilos. And I can run a 5k. And I can walk 10,000 steps a day without feeling tired. Like, I can do all these things. And that just showed me how strong my body actually is. And I should appreciate that. That's when I decided to also accept my body type and shape. Like, yeah, I do have like a beautiful hourglass figure. But I also do have big arms, broad shoulders, and like a flabby belly. I get bloated easily. And sometimes I do get a double chin every now and then when I have like extra c- 
carbs and extra dairy i have puffy cheeks but i need to embrace it i need to embrace my body like maybe i'm just not cut out to have small arms maybe i'm just born to have bigger arms than most people and that's fine like i i i've been watching jane the virgin and gina rodriguez like she has quite chubbier arms than you know her body um and she looks amazing in all these sleeveless dresses and tops and i was like if she can do it if, if she can exude confidence even without looking like society's standard of what a woman should look like then why can't i do that i want to stop looking at myself in the mirror and scrutinizing every little minuscule thing in my body and about myself and just look at how far i've come like four years ago if i could see how far i've come and if i could see how i would look like now i would be like wow i want to look like that but then now present day i'm like no i want to look smaller and honestly to be honest you guys i'm tired i'm tired of working so hard to lose weight i'm tired of constantly thinking about weight loss and weight gain like i'm tired of it all i'm tired of beating myself up for missing three four days of workouts i'm tired of feeling bad for eating a bowl of pasta like oh my god last night i had the most delicious bowl of mac and cheese i actually finished the whole bowl and it was amazing i felt bad after that because it was a very calorie dense carb dense meal and i felt bad because i felt really bloated until i woke up this morning and i was like man i wish i could have that again today it was really good it was really good and you shouldn't feel bad for eating whatever you want and you shouldn't punish yourself either anyways I want to embrace my body's strengths and imperfections, all these cellulite, stretch marks, folds, lumps, and bumps, and stretch marks are so beautiful. I have it all over my body, and they look like constellations on my body. I mean, it's beautiful. I love stretch marks, and you should too. I mean, it's normal. It's a normal thing to have both men and women have stretch marks completely normal don't beat yourself up about it embrace it and love it it's beautiful i love stretch marks the most important thing is i want to stop feeling like weight defines me i'm tired of constantly thinking about what to eat that won't make me gain weight i'm tired of every week like planning out my workout schedule and then feeling bad for not sticking to it i'm tired of it all like i'm tired of trying to lose weight i'm so tired of wanting to be smaller and oh my god that feels amazing 
to say out loud. Like I've never admitted it to myself. This is the first time I'm admitting it and it's for a podcast. And it feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And because of that, like, I'm just gonna accept my body for the way it is, the way it looks. I know that in my head, I have a way different picture of how I look than how I actually look in the mirror. Like, the other day, I was deciding what to wear. And I was planning my outfit out in my head. And I was like, oh, you can't wear that. You look fat in that. Oh, no, you can't wear that. You look like a like an overstuffed sausage. And then I looked in the mirror. I put the outfit on. And I looked in the mirror. And I was like, huh? That's not what I thought I looked. Like, it's crazy. Like, in my head, I still look like this same person I did four years ago which is completely not the case because I'm significantly smaller now and with that being said I need to stop beating myself up I need to appreciate my body I need to learn to love it if you've been feeling the same way and you've been feeling down about weight gain or weight loss or whatever unhappiness you have with your body know that you're not alone i still feel the same way but i'm slowly unlearning all these fat phobic thoughts and learning to embrace my body for the way it is without working so hard or constantly thinking about what i can do to change it and if you ever need someone to talk to follow me at tasha iman on instagram and we can always talk there i want to be that big sister to all of my followers that i never really had while i was going through this whole process so remember we're all a work in progress our body works hard for us to be where we are today and we should give it more love thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble i'm tasha iman And I'll catch you later. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god. I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. 
Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god, I have a podcast. Hey, welcome to TBH with Tasha Iman, which FYI means to be honest. Oh my god. I have a podcast. Welcome back. I'm so filled with happiness from all the support and heartwarming messages I got from so many people after last week's episode. And it just, it motivated me to continue um, talking in my bedroom and you know, strangers just listening to me talking. Um, Anyways, in this week's episode, I want to talk about anti-hustle culture and slowing down. So I think we live in a day and age where in order to be considered productive or successful in a way, you need to be doing a million things at the same time and you need to be constantly hustling. Well, at least that's what I thought because I was surrounded by those kind of people. You know, some people, they don't have a choice. Like some people, they're not privileged enough to be able to work only one job. Some people, they don't have a choice but to work two, three odd jobs just to make ends meet and that's really unfortunate but for some of us who are privileged enough to just work in like say one company like a full-time job we somehow feel like we're, we're not doing enough we're not being productive enough we're not being I don't know like so I started working when I was 20 so it's been five years now since I've you know delved in the field of I don't know what do you want to call it advertising marketing I think when I was in my third semester of uni um, I worked at a creative agency I was a copywriter I didn't really know what I was doing I just had pretty good English and this person wanted to hire me part-time so I did that at first I did it for the few hundred I was earning a month and then it made me realize that this could really benefit me in the future when I'm actually looking for a full-time job that I have all these tiny little job experiences you know not just working at like a real t- retail store that I could potentially earn triple the amount I was earning at a creative agency. But I did it for the experience. Then I was a social media manager and that was fun. Like I was curating content for the first time. I hold on to all that knowledge and experience I had with my first ever like content curating job up till today because I still do content but right now I do way beyond that um but yeah like in 2017 after like a few years of 
you know, working here and there. I think that was my most like stressful yet I don't know satisfying and redeeming year in terms of like my career um side projects I was just hustling like I was a full-time student and I was also creative a creative director for this huge like event for the whole year I was just working so after class I would straight away go and meet up with my clients and I would be working until 2 a.m. and then the next day I'll be going to class and then I'll just repeat that cycle and even on the weekends I was doing work so it was just a year of working and working and working and on top of that I had my side project for some of you who don't know I used to do freelance photography and I had a photography project that was fun it it was fun um but yeah it was just i was doing so much to the point where in 2018 and 2019 i feel like i wasn't doing enough with and for my career because i wasn't working as hard as i did in 2017 and i really beat myself up for it i was like man like i'm i'm not doing enough i'm not going to be as successful as I was in 2017 because I'm not working harder like I need to work harder you know and now in 2020 if you ask me if I want to do it all over again I would say no never like it was fun it was good it was a really good learning experience you know I got to network with a lot of people I had so many big um, clients and that was fun but I wouldn't do it all over again. Like I think at 25, going into 26, like I'm tired <laughs> um, of hustling, basically. I don't want to feel like just because I'm not working as hard as I did the previous year, that I like have to devalue my worth um, in this industry or devalue my talent my skills my knowledge like i'm so pretty fucking good at my job i'm just not working myself to exhaustion and that's super important so what made me realize that i don't need to do the most to be successful to be recognized at my job or in the industry was quarantine believe it or not like during quarantine i had a lot of time to myself because i wasn't out and about at the office going to meetings it was i was at home you know most like not most of the time i was home like for four months straight and i had so much time to myself like i i picked up painting i picked up embroidery i what else did i do um, I picked up digital illustration, which was so fun. I still do it. And it was really good for my mental health to not focus so much on work. And it made me realize that my whole life, my whole youth, basically, does not have to revolve around building my career. Like, yeah, I still want to be on top, you know, but... 
that shouldn't be my goal in my youth. Like I was chasing that. I wanted to be on top of my class, ahead of my peers. So I was working day and night. I was interning even though when I didn't even though I didn't need to. I wouldn't say I was a straight A student, but I still maintained like a pretty good CGPA despite working day and night just so I could be ahead of everyone and just so I could have a an advantage when I need to finally like get a job but that wasn't the case like that's when I realized like these people yeah like they 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 want to find someone with experience which I'm very thankful for because that did help me get a job but also other people who don't have work experience also got a job and was also in the same position as me like i would never disregard that that was important for me to be where i am today but i've always been this personality to always be working like 2 years ago i think my friend atika like she said oh yeah like tasha never rests you know and tasha is always finding something to do i got to do this and i got to do that and i got to do this i got to do that and i've always had this mantra like i'll rest when i'm dead and looking back like i'm not the same person anymore like yeah i still can't take naps during the day it's just not my nature to do that but I don't hustle anymore. I'll be in the office at 9:30 sharp and I'll leave the office at 6:30 sharp. Like if I'm not being paid to spend an extra minute at the office, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not going to voluntarily stay in the office just because other people are staying later in the office than they need to be, you know? I value that work-life balance which my younger self did not value. Like I always felt like, oh, I need to be working really hard in order to be successful. Yeah, like that's true. I still work hard, but I also feel that I need to slow down and I need to enjoy my youth because I'll never get it back. You know, if I'm going to be working until I'm 60, like I want to still work and I want to work and still enjoy my life. During quarantine, I read this book. It's called The Little Book of Sloth Philosophy. My friend Amar gifted this to me for my birthday and I only um I only gotten around to reading it during quarantine when I was just looking through my shelf seeing what books I've not read that I've been hoarding and that book made me realize that it's not asking you to be lazy like it's not asking you to just sleep all day but it's telling you to slow the fuck down like take one day at a time you don't have to wake up and automatically reply to work emails to work messages you don't have to respond to a work email at 2 o'clock in the morning just because a notification came in and you feel the need to like respond ASAP, you know? Like I always always value my 9 to 5 
schedule. Like if you text me or if you email me after 6.30 p.m., I'm not going to reply until the next day I'm in the office. And if you email me or text me during the weekend, I'm not going to respond because this is my downtime, this is my free time, and I'm going to value and respect that. And you should too. Some people, they don't respect that. They don't share the same value as you and that's fine, but you're not obligated to reply to a work email just because they send you an email or a text. They're not valuing the work-life balance and that's their prerogative, but you should. So that's a book that I really liked. I really enjoyed it. I finished reading it in a day because it's like so tiny and not that many pages. But yeah, it really taught me to like slow down and, you know, I don't have to be rushing all the time. I don't have to be doing a million things at the same time, like chill, just take it one step at a time, take it one day at a time, like just chill. That was like a wake up call for me. It was like, I should be more like a sloth, like my boyfriend. I always call him a sloth because he's so slow and he would be so mad at me for saying this. I don't dislike that trait of his. I make fun of him for it because I'm like, I do things at twice his speed. But I admire that. I admire his pace because he is basically practicing the sloth philosophy. That was a really loud thunder. Now it decides to rain. So if you hear like rumbling going on in the background, Mother Nature is having a symphony up in the clouds, okay? A book that I really want to read is To Hell with the Hustle. Like some people really like this book. Whereas other people saying it's very like biblical, it's very, you know, and it's like sort of pushing religion down your throat but the title really intrigued me so if any of you have read that book and would highly recommend it to me please send me a dm at tasha iman on instagram so during quarantine so during quarantine it made me realize that like slowing down and enjoying each day is so refreshing because i've always been hustling even before I needed to. Like, I didn't need to intern during my six-month break while everyone was, like, going on holidays and going out with friends. I was interning five days a week, a normal, like, nine-to-five job. And I was, like, I felt like I was redeeming myself in some way. Like, right now, if I kept going at the pace I did three, three years ago... I wouldn't be able to do other things that I want to do for myself in my free time because I would be too tired and I wouldn't even have the time, honestly, to do anything on the side. Like, for instance, the last year I've traveled three times and that was so fun. And yeah, it was nice. And I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. Like, I wouldn't have the time because I'd be too tired to do anything else but rest because, I mean, dude, like, you only have 24 hours in a day. Like, if you're working for nine hours, okay, 
And then after that, you're like continuing work until like 10, 11 p.m. And then you got to sleep and then you wake up and you got to go back to the office. Like that's not, that's not living. You're not living. Like some people can do that and some people choose to do that. But I don't see myself doing that anymore. I do not want to be a slave to corporate capitalists. I don't want to be a slave. Like, I want to live my life. I want to enjoy my youth while I still can. I'm 25. I have five more years until I'm 30. And I don't want to be 30 and, like, regretting, you know, my choices. I don't want to be like, man, I didn't get to do this because I was so busy working. You know, like, I have my whole life to work. Why push myself so much now, you know? I'm doing great. I'm getting paid well. I'm in a really good position for someone my age. I shouldn't have to do the most just to redeem myself and make myself feel like, oh, I'm being I'm being productive or I'm just know that you can be productive and work hard. But what's the point of this life and living if all you're doing is working? You know like life should be enjoyed you shouldn't be working and working and working like what's the point of living if all you're doing is working so please as you're listening to this i want you to take a step back and lie down and plan something exciting you've been wanting to do or you are too scared to do or you feel like you don't have the time to do i want you to plan that now plan it do it i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast because to be honest i don't appreciate hustle culture anymore and we should all just slow down and take life one day at a time thanks for listening to me ramble i'm tasha iman and i'll catch you soon